0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a big day in Scottish football. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is no longer the Rangers manager after being sacked just over a year into the job. He led the club to a European final and won a Scottish Cup, but he's paid the price for recent poor results and performances domestically and in Europe. And the question now, who is next for the Rangers hot seat with various names Already being suggested I'm Gordon Duncan And joining me tonight Is Kenny Miller And Hugh Keevans You could argue Giovanni Van Bronckers Proves that nice guys Don't win But He took the job Last season When Rangers were Top of the league And Celtic won the title He had a disastrous Champions League This season Finishing in the humiliation Of being the worst Ever competitors In the group stage Phase of the tournament And he leaves with Celtic nine points in front after 15 games of this season's championship. Seville and that Europa League final against Eintracht Frankfurt, that doesn't count. It's an irrelevance because he didn't win that either. One year, one Scottish Cup, not enough. Yeah, I mean, Hughes summed it up with the facts as usual. Uh, I thought it was a, I was surprised to an extent based on the timing. Uh, it's been over a week now, eight, nine days since the last drop points. Not surprised based on what I've been watching this season in relation to performances. Not surprised the fact that Rangers are nine points behind Celtic at the top of the Premier League. And uh, clearly the board and the club feel that now is the time to change with everything we've talked about, with a World Cup break, with time to work and an upcoming transfer window where there needs to be uh, some reinforcements to the squad. Come on then, what do you make of today's news? And it is big news. Anytime a job like this becomes vacant, it is big news. 0141951. 1025 If we go through it step by step Firstly Is that the right call? Quite simply Is that the right decision That Rangers have taken today Or the wrong decision Or maybe You're a bit stuck In the middle Uh, Once we've got beyond that What about the timing? Some people were expecting it Last Monday But as Kenny says You've got this big break Maybe a chance uh, To take stock Maybe that's what's happened Over the last week Where did it go wrong How much did the players Have to account for What about Ross Wilson And the board And the transfers And recruitment And of course Who next Because football doesn't stand still For very long So get all your answers in All your opinions over please 0141 951 I woke up this morning Hugh Keevens I was getting ready For a big night with you two Discussing Qatar against Ecuador At the World Cup We were going to look back On Partick Thistle Getting back to winning ways And Morton continuing to go well In the Championship over the weekend And wondering If it would be a quiet week On Clyde One Super Scoreboard And then the news arrived Rangers issued a statement Confirming it's parted Company with the manager Giovanni Van Bronckhurst They say they would like to put on record Sincere thanks to Gio For all his efforts since his appointment Uh, Arriving at the club just over a year ago A fifth European final Won the Scottish Cup And first Champions League qualification in 12 years Unfortunately results and performances Over recent months Haven't met expectations And the decision was made today To terminate the contract The search is now underway And a brief quote from Douglas Park The chairman thanking the manager and acknowledging that the results have not met neither theirs nor Geo's expectations. So there we go. Were you surprised? Well, in one hand, you must have been, because we all said on Saturday that yep. y- you thought the time had come and gone, and if they would have 
If they were going to change They would have done it last week I thought the line in the sand Was drawn when Liverpool scored Seven times at Ibrox But they let them go on from there When the game finished in Paisley Almost ten days ago I said to you The matter is no longer in his hands It is a boardroom decision I've rarely known a peak To be followed by a trough In such quick succession But as I say Seville, Eintracht and irrelevance He didn't win the competition uh, and Well it's not though is it? You can't, we can't say it's only the a fifth European final in a club's history Only the third European final in Scottish clubs That was obviously a feather in his cap it was ov- Otherwise he could argue Had he not got to that European final He might have been sacked before now So well, obviously gave him goodwill uh, Goodwill but the, what does that buy you? You can't take goodwill well, It doesn't buy you the time as a manager That's, that's well, the point it, it, Then followed by six months of underachievement uh, at the end of the day, he cannot claim that he has been harshly dealt with because the total, the sum total of what he did over the 12 months was not good enough. He came when Rangers were top of the league and Celtic won the title. He leaves with Celtic nine points clear after just 15 games. This is not a harsh decision. Mm, let's bring in William and find mm. out what he thinks. William, how do you react to that news today? Hi there, guys. Yeah, I think it's um, it's ultimately the right decision. Um, I think it's been it's been coming. It's probably been a case of when and not if since those um, results at the start of September against Celtic Nyax in particular. Um, it's just not gotten better at all. I think we've hoped that it would get better eventually with maybe some players coming back. But I think obviously being nine points clear, it's um, it's too far gone now, um, and it, it had to go. It was ultimately the right decision. Um, it ultimately doesn't all fall on him. Obviously, it's quite it's easier to sack one manager than it is to sack twenty players and to remove certain people that are above him that should have helped him a bit better. But um, I think ultimately it was the right decision. Results weren't going to get better under him. We weren't going to be a title-winning side under Van Bronckhorst. So I think it was ultimately the right decision. But I think overall, removing him isn't going to solve the overall problem at the club. I think there's certain people above him that need to be removed as well. But you know, to start off with the manager, I think ultimately he had to be removed first of all, so it's the right decision. Kenny, is it the right decision for you? I mean, we've discussed this many times on the show, and I think maybe you know, as a semi-recent former player and, and coach, sometimes you know, difficult in a way for you guys to call for managers' heads as such. Now, now that it's been done, though, would you would you say that is the right call? Mm-hmm. But you're exactly right, Gordon. It's you're, I'm not on this to kind of say demand for people to get sat for for one reason or another. But now that it has happened, I have to agree with William. I feel it's the right decision based on a number of reasons. And I think there's a lot of factors that feed into it. The injuries uh, definitely play its part. A big part, considering there's there's two or three big, big players that, that he's been missing. But the reason I feel it's the right decision at this time is because of the World Cup break and everything we've actually discussed on the show before. Had it been done maybe in that gap between... Uh, Hibs and Celtic I think it would have been a disaster and I think this World Cup break and the opportunity for a new man to come in and try and improve performance because that group of players William's right they have not been performing but they can perform you're just not getting the absolute best out of them and clearly Gio and his staff hadn't been doing that for this season so that right timing moving into a, a January transfer window you really want to be pretty secure on who's going to be making decisions on who's going to be coming in. And if that was up in there, then again, it wouldn't have been wise to allow Gio to go on and have a have a say in who's coming in and maybe who's even going out. So I think the timing of it is right. I feel it's the right decision. I feel the squad needs to be re-energised. Yep, I understand what William's saying is that those players are not capable of winning the league at the moment and I agree with the, with the performance that we've been seeing for the, for the most part of the season. But with a new man coming in, 
There is a lot more within that group than what we've seen this year. There's no doubt about it. So yeah, all that feeding into it, I feel, is the right call at this time. William, was there any surprise attached to your feelings when you saw that this morning? Did you expect it to come last week when it got to the weekend and it hadn't happened? Did you think maybe there wasn't going to be any change? You know, like, Take us through what you've been feeling over the last couple of weeks. I wasn't surprised that it didn't happen last weekend because I think obviously I can maybe slightly understand why the board didn't do it in the immediate aftermath of St Mirren result. We didn't want it to seem reactionary. I think they maybe wanted to talk about it more over it a little bit, but I did expect it maybe in the early part of last week. I think it's probably happened a week later than what I thought it was. I expected this news to take place this week, this time last week rather than now. So after a few days into next week, I kind of resigned myself into thinking, yeah, he's still going to be here after the World Cup. So I was taken aback by it, but I think it was it was just a case of when, not if. And I think um, I agree with what Kenny's saying there as well. I mean, you're never going to have a more perfect time to, to make a change and to get someone new in, get them a couple of weeks to work on the training pitch and, and see what happens in January. But ultimately, I think as well, whoever the new manager comes in, he needs to have more of a say on what players are coming in. I don't think Van Bronckhorst got as much of a say in who came in in terms of signings and what I think a manager should be getting a say in. Uh, Hugh, William will not even be close to being alone in that. I'm sure he would also acknowledge there's, there's a bit of speculation there and the stuff that we've heard from fans over the last couple of weeks don't really know. We'll, we'll never know for sure no. what level of influence a manager has over transfers, but it's clearly a... Whether it's accurate or whether it's a misconception It's clearly being used to beat Giovanni van Bronckhurst with Everything we say about this matter And what has taken place since the final whistle blew At St Mirren on the one-all draw Is guesswork Because Rangers don't communicate with anyone They don't even communicate with their own fans My guess is that since the game in Paisley There have been negotiations taking place behind the scenes Because you don't Lose a manager like Giovanni Van Bronckhurst And a fairly sizeable backroom team Without there having to be financial negotiations the, the settlement is I would imagine a large one And fairly complicated Given the number of people involved And then we have the topic of Where do they go next And will that cost them more money So I have to suspect That the delay has been A business delay and I have to suspect that Rangers know who they want to succeed Giovanni Van Bronckers, which is the most important topic. You torn at all, William, on the fact that five months ago the guy takes you to a European final, which, let's be honest, I'm not sure many fans of Scottish clubs thought we would see that type of thing again. Uh, and I know football moves fast, but it still wasn't that long ago. You, t- you torn in any way over this? Not really, to be honest. I mean, like, obviously, he's, he gave us an It was a wonderful journey, probably the best um, Rangers European campaign in my lifetime. Um, I've walked better than, two, than the run in 2008. It was wonderful. He got a lot of credit in the bank for that, and I think that's probably what got him time. It's probably what got him the summer and a few months into this season, particularly after getting us into the Champions League group stages as well. So there is a little bit of, let's say, there's, there's no hate towards Dio from me. I don't think there is from the majority of Rangers fans. I think, obviously, we wanted them to succeed. It is disappointing because he is a nice guy. He done really well in Europe, won as a Scottish Cup. But I'm I'm not as torn as perhaps maybe I thought I would have been. Results just weren't good enough, and no matter what he did last season, it wasn't it wasn't really a relevance to what's happening now. It's a results driven business. 
he wasn't getting those results and ultimately it's just the right decision he had to go unfortunately but it goes with, with my best wishes and I'm sure a lot of Rangers fans best wishes as well because he did try his best and he gave us some great memories in Europe as well Good man William very well put it was nice to speak to you that was William in Port Glasgow let's go to Mark and Clyde Bank how do you feel about today's news Mark? I think for me it's, it's overdue the, I feel like this, uh, this Rangers side have been now limping along struggling to want to come up for breath from a pretty pathetic European tour this this year I think that the the damage was done way at the beginning of the campaign for Europe for me when Ajax came to town and then Napoli and then Liverpool I don't believe anybody in their professional mind would want to take on a club facing down what Lewis looked at that point a pretty horrific European run I think that anybody would come in that are just going to face the fact that this is this is not a job I want to take right now because I'm going to be left and tarnished with whatever record comes out of Europe. So I think, I believe if I'm honest with you, the board probably didn't measure Gio on the European performance. I think if I was signing in a Rangers manager, then you have to accept that you don't have the resources to compete at that level consistently. So you're going to probably set measurements in place for domestic and cup competition runs. And the simple fact of the matter is is that Europe aside, the form of Rangers for the last two or three months has been nothing short of abysmal. I mean, I've been going to Ibrox now for years and see sitting in sitting there on a Wednesday night at ten o'clock at night and it's like you're struggling to beat teams like Dundee. It's it's pretty woeful to watch to be honest. Seems like a bad combination, Hugh look getting battered off Liverpool uh-huh. And, uh-huh. and Mark mentions Ajax. That's clearly not ideal But it probably won't cost you your Rangers job If you're winning and winning well domestically The alarm bells for me have been ringing since the first week in September Celtic 4, Rangers 0 Followed by Ajax 4, Rangers 0 After Liverpool I thought that was the moment at which you'd have to hold your hands up and say Sorry, he's a nice man but it's not working And since then Seven points have been dropped to St Mirren, St Johnston and Livingston Seven points That's why Celtic are nine points clear at the top So the alarm bells have been ringing since September And been answered in late November Do you have a moment, Kenny, a line in the sand Call it what you want, a moment where you thought That's the final straw You know, I think St Johnston was was a when it's a loss again and you fall I think it was seven points at that at that point. I felt based on and, and it wasn't just for that moment, <clears throat> it was to something that every caller Rangers fans been talking about for a number of weeks now. It's been the performances for pretty much for day one. Domestically. Yes, there's been a, a few decent results away at Tincastle, battering Aberdeen at home. I just think the performances have not been of a level that are going to lead you to a league. And that is ultimately, again, you can talk about the Champions League stuff and there's no doubt the Champions League heavy defeats have been a big burden on Gio. His players have suffered for, for, for confidence and belief off the back of these heavy defeats. But you're always, always going to be judged on trophies and leagues. And at the moment, as you said at the start of the show, six points ahead when Gio came in, you end up losing league by four points. Yes, you got the Scottish Cup for the first time in 13 years. Uh, but at the moment, this team looks really, really strong. Like they'll struggle to beat anybody at the moment The games are too much of an even keel Yes there's a lot of possession But ultimately the, the performances But when it got to St Johnston And it was 7 points I thought I thought that might have been the week 
But see, when you look back on it now, this time, this break mm. was always going to serve a purpose for clubs all over Europe. Where if they're thinking about pulling the trigger, it gives them this window to go and get someone in a little bit of time. Like you say, is maybe deliberate the, de- the actual decision in which way the club wants to go forward. So when it's got here, I felt it was inevitable, despite them taking that little bit of time but, and, and just leaving us hanging a little bit. But by hanging on for the international break created by the World Cup, they've lost seven points. St Johnson, St Mirren, Livingston. Mm. By hanging on I think people mean Within the break You know You, you couldn't well, We're one week into the break You could not have let it go Two, three Because then you've totally ruined Your your break haven't you But, but by letting it go at mm. all There has been further Collateral damage oh, Of course But that that's sort of Suggesting that they Knew they wanted to get rid of him But waited specifically for this It maybe was that St Mirren Was just the final straw For board members They may have been Still splitting it up Until this week Mark are you Are you an any doubt whatsoever Have you any You know the mitigation of He's had a lot of injuries He did take you to a European final All that stuff Is none of that Niggling at the back of your mind? No I think you know, Obviously it's been said before that It's a results industry And you have to go on You're only as kind of good as your last game And I think the currency of We got to a European final And a penalty away And all this nonsense It's done um, You have to look forward And the simple fact of the matter is for me that I'm looking at a league where, yes, there are three old form games to go. There's two of them at Ibrox. You're hoping you can pick up points, but you, there is no level of a winning consistency at Rangers at the moment. So it's hard to see where that trend is going to come from. I think the the decision by the board, potentially, I suppose you have to lay the fault at their door in the decision with the manager because Giovanni Van Bronckhorst was only the manager at Rangers Football Club up until today because the board wanted him to be the manager of Rangers Football Club up until today. This, the chat about whether or not there was the money there to get rid of the backroom staff and everything else, look, fundamentally, Rangers cannot afford to be second in a league behind Celtic and pretty much at risk of having a league wrapped up before we've even completed half of the season. So the decision, whether it was a business decision like Hugh mentioned to keep Gio on or whether it was timing or it was logistics or, or whatever it was, the simple fact that they take 48,000 fans worth of season tickets every year and they can't communicate to us. They say, look, we're reviewing Gio's position and we'll have information in the next few days or weeks. There's just been nothing other than to expect us to turn up at the gate, pay the money, come along and and watch. watch. In all honesty, I, I go and watch my nephew play football for Stenhouse Muir. He's 14. And the quality of the football getting played at that level was far more entertaining for me than the quality of football at Ibrox. And I think that that's, it's symptomatic of poor recruitment, um, poor decision-making by the board to not get Gio out sooner and look to bring in somebody better. Obviously, there's been injuries. There's been issues as well with key players and runs of form. I think the fact that you can look at the difference between people like Tavernier and Lundstrom season on season, and they look like different players to me. Um, but not having the depth of squad, not having the reliable switch-outs. We're also playing players at times I don't think we should be. Why on earth is Tavernier playing, for an example, who's obviously clearly out of form and struggling? Why is he playing on a Wednesday night in a, in a Scottish Cup? We don't seem to have any kind of backup strategy for this to swap players out, to give them a rest. And even if they are coming out and feeling the, the pinch a bit and they're maybe going through a bit of confidence, then bring somebody else in. And give them a give them time out. There just never seemed to be any real light at the end of the tunnel. Never, never any fresh ideas. 
never anything that would suggest that there's there's hope. And this, for me, as a Rangers fan, was the first time we're hearing that. There's no hope. Hey, well, that seems like a good poignant phrase to end it on Mark you think you've got a lot off your chest that was Mark and Clyde Bank 01419511025 what do you make of it big news today Giovanni Van Bronckhorst no longer the Rangers manager right call wrong call what about the timing who else is at fault who next get your calls you are the voice of Scottish football call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Kenny Miller and Hugh Keevans are here reacting to big news coming out of Ibrox this morning. Giovanni Van Bronker sacked after just over a year in charge. So get your thoughts in 01419511025. I've got the words of all those people I've spoken to in the last couple of weeks. You ringing in my ears. What? Super scoreboard staying on during oh. the World Cup. What are you going to talk about, they said. Yes. Well, I had said to you at the time, Scottish football, events drive the bus. There's always something going on here And this is really something When Celtic or Rangers part company with a manager That's a, a topic that has the whole country interested Well let's bring in Colin Who's a Rangers fan in Alexandria How do you feel about the news today Colin? Is that the right decision? I think it is But the point I was actually uh, saying to uh, the chap I was talking to earlier uh, I would like to put this point to Kenny In all honesty, Kenny would you have any of those Rangers players play for any of the teams that you have played for at, when you were playing at, uh, at Ibrooks? And be honest about it because, in my personal opinion, not one of them gets a pass mark. They all want to look at themselves in the mirror, a good hard look. You know, Colin, I, listen, I think off the, the balance of performances this year, you've got every reason to feel that way. Uh, what I would say to answer the question I think Tavernier's been a wonderful player and is a wonderful player uh, and when you look over the, the right backs that I played with over the three times obviously he was one of them I think he would be right up there in relation to getting a chance you know for, for what he's done and how he's kind of the levels of consistency he's shown McGregor again I know he's getting older now but he's still a wonderful goalkeeper Uh but I understand it But these players Showed last year Colin The levels that, that they are Capable of Individually And collectively And what you're seeing This season Is nowhere near that level So in answer to your question At the moment I understand No there, there, There's no too many that, that you would Want to go to war with At the moment But they are capable And this is where Ultimately the buck Always stops with a manager Because the manager It's his job Whether he's signed the players Or not signed the players You have to get the best Out of what's in front of you as a group and the individuals and this season there's been a real failing in that in that regard Colin's point takes us off on another tangent mm -hmm. to what extent did the players buy in to Giovanni Van Bronckhurst to what extent did some switch off under Giovanni Van Bronckhurst because you can't simply say the new manager will have to do away with every player on the books when he gets here because that's not feasible and will not happen but if a manager comes in and gets more out of certain players who have underperformed in a dramatic way, then there's your answer. Not everyone appeared to buy in to Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. So, Colin, look, everybody knows the manager pays the price, but do you feel then, you know, the, the, the players have let him down? There needs to be a bit more criticism to them. You don't think it's all about him doing a bad job? No, I don't think it is about uh, Gio uh, doing a bad job. Uh, as Hugh said, uh, whether the players bought onto his uh, way of uh, playing the game, 
uh, is irrelevant because I'd just like to point out to Kerry the amount of people, and I'm talking pundits, who have criticised Tavernier for not being able to defend. It's great going forward. Brilliant. But his job is as a defender, not a winger. We've got wingers at Ibrox. It's the same with the left back, Borisic. I mean, he couldn't defend his life if it depended on it because he is pathetic. You get any half decent, and I mean talking half decent winger up against him, and he's lost. He does not, the two of them do not know how to defend. How will we ever? Well, we will never agree, Kenny. That's a point. That's fine. You know, it's, it's an interesting debate. Where is the balance for you then between this manager was not good enough? He did not get the best out of these players. They, he is the reason they're underperforming. Versus Collins' idea that actually maybe these players aren't that good, and a new manager is going to have a tough job <clears> in his hands anyway. You know what? This is where it's at. Giovanni, that's his job. That was his job as a Rangers manager to manage that group and get the best out of them. That does not mean to say that Giovanni could have been the worst manager ever. And that group of players could still be playing better. You know, it's the manager's always going to pay the price for it because it's his job. But that doesn't mean to say that I, I still don't lay out a lot of the blame at the players' door because they've not been performing at the levels we've seen them perform at last year. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the performance levels are capable of getting to, to beat get teams like Dortmund and Dortmund. You can't do that if you're a bad team and you've got bad players within that team. It was a wonderful performance and a wonderful run. Uh, and, and, and touch touch on Tavernier calling there. Like pundits, it's, it's a generic throwaway for 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 for, for saying uh, James Tavernier is a poor defender. And it's, it's it's actually a real, for me, really really wrong. You know, it's a it's a poor statement. It's too easy to throw that at his door. What I would say about James Tavernier under Steven Gerrard, he was asked. It's, he's getting asked by the manager to do a certain job and that job being Rangers in Scotland where you're dominant in 99 games out of 100 to be an outlet on the right wing and provide and score goals and more often than not provide goals as well that was his job so you cannot then say to him if he's got out of position that it's his fault when he's getting asked to do a job by the manager of a club and that is for me is. He's shown that he's a, he's a really, really good player over his eight years at the football club. In my opinion, he has shown that this defensive frailty that's got... By the way, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody will get caught in position or make a, a wee error every now and again. And I, I appreciate when these happen, then you definitely like deserve to be called out on it. But I would never have said, and I've said it throughout his career, James Tavern is not a bad defender. He's asked to do a job for the football club that he does, and in my opinion, he's done it pretty well over the years. Thank you to Colin. What about David, who's on the line? Are you sad to see Gio go, David? I think you know the answer to that. Do you not? I've been on. I was on back in March after the Celtic game, and I was on a couple of weeks ago when Gordon Dale and Matt Wilson were on. And I said to you back in March, and I think I'll open Hugh's eyes that there was a ten-point swing in the space of about four or five weeks. Um. I basically said after the Celtic game at Ibrox that he should have been removed then. And both you and Hugh had a go at me and said, but he's doing well in Europe. To which I explained that a lucky team can get to a cup final. A good team and consistent team wins leagues. His record is absolutely deplorable. If you look at it from January to now, the amount amount of points that's been dropped away from home is absolutely scandalous. The man should have been shown the door, basically, after the Ajax game. 
probably earlier for me, but the minute the Ajax game was finished, he should have been shown the door, especially the statement he made on TV. This is, is, that a, is that a no to are you sad to see him go then, David? <laughs> I've got, uh, listen, I'll be honest with you. I've listened to other callers and I respect other callers' opinions, but I have got no sympathy and don't wish him all the best whatsoever. He has left us in a hell of a state in the space of a year. The words that uh, Giovanni Van Bronker spoke after losing 4 0 to Ajax will haunt him because, like, Connor Goldson the season before that when Hibs were three up against Rangers and Connor Goldson said we knew at half time it was all over those words haunted Connor Goldson for a while Rangers fans don't take kindly to those who play for them or manage them uh, being defeatist and Van Bronckhorst was seen as being defeatist particularly when 4-0 against Ajax Came after 4-0 for Celtic at Celtic Park 8-0 in aggregate over four days Did not look good Many people will say As David is saying I could have told you Yeah, yeah we can all tell you things But now We assess him over that 365 day period he had in charge And it wasn't good enough He came when Celtic were second And Celtic finished first He Leaves with Celtic nine points clear after just 15 games. In between, he had the most awful Champions League. So, as I say, it's, it's not a harsh decision. It's a realistic decision. The very interesting thing is this Ibrooks board who do not communicate with anyone, including their own fans, where do they go from here? Because decision-making has not been their strong point. Listen, ultimately, you again... States all these facts About the year And about what Wasn't achieved over the year There was still some Real high moments And irrespective of Hugh's opinion of going to the, It doesn't mean anything Getting the Europa League final It means a lot The performance And by the way David It wasn't lucky Lucky I can understand Domestic cup When there's one game It's a one off When you're going to Beat these level of teams Home and away it's, It takes more than luck It takes a lot of performance but Let me ask you a question Kenny yep. Let me ask you a question Many Many lucky decisions Did we get with VAR in the, in the rounds uh, Quite a lot What, do you, mean, what do you mean lucky though In terms of decisions That you should not have got That you ended up getting No decisions that could have went either way Let's be honest Decisions could have went either way I, I thought I, I, The one that I can remember That I thought was uh, Maybe potentially a little bit lucky You could have got it You could not have got it Was the penalty against Ryan Kent At the start of the Braga game was it? Listen, I'm no knocking. I'm no knocking the fact that was a fantastic journey we went on in Europe. But you did say it was lucky. Aye, we still carried a lot of luck. We still carried a well, lot of luck. Well, I was going to. I can just finish, like, because I, I'm listen. I'm not disagreeing with you at all, David. About the time it's to go, and and it probably is the right call. But I don't think we can just forget that 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 incredible journey over that over that four month period towards the end of the season. Also, going and winning the Scottish Cup three days after a, an absolute. Battering the, the, the mental state of the players Losing on the penalties in the, in the Europa League final Then picked herself up Went the extra time again Won the Scottish Cup And even qualifying As much as it turned out to be a disaster The football club's been pining For Champions League football for 12 years And getting no, back there is still, is still an achievement By the way, I agree Now's the time for change And they've made that call But we should not, just not forget There has been some good times bit, over the year but, Not just negative Hold on a minute Kenny Hold on a minute No hold on a minute Yes you're absolutely correct But what what that done That run between Europe and whatever What that done was papered over 
the insignificances behind the scenes in a domestic level. That's what that did. Now, let's, let me be perfectly clear here. I've been following Rangers for 40 years and I've never seen a more passive Rangers manager in all my life, right? And I'll tell you something right now. It's a well-known topic of discussion amongst the Rangers fans that we genuinely believe, genuinely believe that if the Hearts boys had stuck that one in in the first half in the Scottish Cup, that we would have probably lost the Scottish Cup as well. But that's that that's a, a that's supposition. And if Aaron uh, Ramsey scores yeah, the penalty, yeah, you win the Rangers win a European so. trophy. Uh, you know, I, I will stand by the facts. I, you know, everyone had a great time. Those who went to Seville, this program enjoyed tremendous stories about how they were getting there by air, sea, and plane. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, one year, one Scottish Cup. That's not mm. good enough. And that's why tonight he's no longer the manager. Um, it's clearly though, Kenny. Th- I think David mentions that that domestic swing, whether it's papering over the cracks, right, or whether the European run was lucky or whatever, it was there, and it definitely gets you away with what happened domestically. It, it, it must do because it did last year, Gordon. You, you, uh, you, you, men- you mentioned that. Numerous times towards the end of last season Last season was just weird In May we've got Celtic and Rangers fans Both happy How does that happen here? One reason Europa League final And that, that's one my reason. point So eventually but, the domestic swings now come into that. But the, I've also said as well The biggest The bread and butter For Rangers and Celtic Is winning the league And I say that all over Yeah it was great But that turnaround in league Did The Europa League did mask that There's no getting away from it Because had Rangers not had that run And that turnaround happened Then the fans would have been restless All over Right all the way up until the end of that season So I do agree with you David Absolutely The domestic scene Is always and always will be The main source of judgement For any Rangers manager Or Celtic manager for that And the fact that Rangers lost the league last year And are trailing by 9 points That's why now It's the right decision At the right time Uh, David I don't think you'll be sending him a Christmas card That's fine That was David and Paisley We're going to speak to Stephen and Renfrew next 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Kenny Miller are here It's been a busy old show already Rangers fans digesting the news That you're looking for a new manager So we're working our way through it Is it the right call? Is it the wrong call? What about the timing? Where else has it gone wrong? Who else needs the blame? We've actually not really got round yet To who is next Although I suspect whilst the Premiership continues its break We might have a few weeks of who's next So uh, we will get to that Let's bring in Stephen Who's in Renfrew How do you feel about it today Stephen? Hi guys, uh, firstly it's a pleasure to speak to Kenny Miller, he's a fantastic seven hour cup mm. so firstly it's a pleasure to speak to him my, You're my not, no offence Hugh by the way No, 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 I'm taken Yeah, he is <laughs> you don't, yeah. don't answer that Stephen, you'll get us cut off if you say what Hugh is, just you carry on No, 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 he's an old stalwart, he's a fantastic <laughs> gentleman oh, That was close, he's been called many things uh, What are you thinking then, is it you know, right decision, wrong decision? Oh yeah, I mean I would have made the decision um, after the Liverpool game at Ibrox any Rangers side that loses seven goals at home um, regardless of who the opposition are and I get that Liverpool were Champions League finals etc however, to lose the goals in the manner that we lost them and how quickly we lost them uh, no manager can simply survive from that yes, we had injuries Conor Goldson went off in the first half etc however, I don't think that's inexcusable for me and I would have... uh, Made the change then, and since then we've then lost seven points 
I'm a now fall nine points behind Celtic and Celtic don't look like they're going to give that up. So anyway, for me, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is just the, he's just the first of many changes that I would make. I would then follow it by Ross Wilson. I don't think any of the signings that he's made have been anywhere up to the standard of level that Rangers have. I don't believe that James Tavernier has shown that he's worthy of the captaincy. And I say that because we have needed a voice in that pitch this season. We haven't had one. Kenny will know. He's, he's been at Rangers three times. He'll know the, the captains he's played under. He's also captained the club himself as well. The Barry Ferguson's, David Weir type captains. I haven't seen that from James Tavernier. We haven't had a natural leader on the park. Therefore, for me, getting rid of Giovanni is just the, the start of what is going to be a really big six, seven months for the club. Hugh, that some, so every, for every time a manager goes, he's the one that pays the price, and those who hired a guy that turns out to be a mistake uh-huh. don't, don't pay that same price. You know, that, that, is that right, or is, is that just an inevitability? You're not just going to clear out, you know, a board or a, a director of football or whatever, are you? If we talk about Rangers and Rangers alone, uh, given what's happened today. Uh, the the board, the chairman, uh, Stuart Robertson, the CEO, Ross Wilson, they'll all get it. They'll all get verbal abuse uh, for being bad at what they do. The real test of them now is who comes next, because those players at Ibrooks, with the exception of Kent and Morelos, who could in January sign contracts with other people, uh, those players will be. The, the basis from which the new manager will have to work And that's why the choice of manager is all important Crucial Because those who are there And there will be very good players who have to return Tom Lawrence, Goldson in particular from injury Those players who are there will have to see There are 23 games left Arithmetically, nothing has been decided in the Premiership yet The new manager with three Games against Celtic Two of them at Ibrooks Will be instructed that There is still hope And that new manager Must provide the hope And he must provide it With the players Who are there So The choice of manager Is Crucial Because they really need to have someone Who is that Leader of men Who will be the focal point Who will drive the team on And On the face of it Where they are now Things can only get better You've played, coached, managed Something you hope to continue doing as well In the future Kenny If you were Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Would you feel hard done by at all tonight In the sense of Has he been backed? If you were him would you? <clears throat> would Will he feel like he was given every resource That he could have been? What I would say is And I'm not speaking through fact Like he always does I felt there was a lot of money spent In the summer I don't know if Rangers have spent too much more than that over the last five, six, seven, eight years. There was a there was a mm. decent amount of money spent. Earned a lot more than most summers, though, didn't I, I, they? Absolutely. So, so again, if if I go on, I still think that money could have been spent better. Mm-hmm. But based on what has been earned through transfer fees, through European runs, through achieving Champions League. I mean, I said it back in August. And I think we talked about it on the show. Once a Champions League was achieved, did we think new signings would have been would have been coming in to deal with a the how strenuous this, this this campaign was going to be with the congested fixture list with the Champions League and the World Cup break coming up. And I think everybody said, yeah, I thought there might be one or two at least who they came in towards the end of that transfer window. Well, nobody came in. So, yes, I think there is an element that maybe more could have been done for Giovanni. 
uh, I, I'm still not a believer that he had no say in, in the signings and the players that came in. I think that's utter nonsense. So, uh, but no, to answer your question, I wouldn't have felt hard done by based on Rangers demands results, demands trophies. Uh, at the moment, it looks a long, long way off. And based on being nine points behind at this stage of the season, coupled with a disastrous Champions League campaign, albeit against some world-class elite-level teams, I wouldn't have felt hard done by. I probably would have felt it was coming. The thing is, though, Stephen, that it very rarely happens, does it? I mean, who's, how does that work where Ross Wilson pays the price and people who are voted on to the board you know, pay the price? It's always easier to clear out a manager, isn't it? So what happens next? Yeah, um, totally. I mean, you could see that the players' body language on the pitch was completely off, which is not down to Ross Wilson. He can't control that. However, I'm sure there's a list going around somewhere of the top signings that Ross Wilson has been overseeing at Ibrook since he's came in. And there's a list on the left-hand side of ones that have failed. And there's a right-hand side column where ones that have actually succeeded. And the right-hand side column, there's less than, there's less than 10 players have actually been a success that Ross Wilson's actually overseen. And for me, while it's not knowing exactly what the director of football role is, I'm sure football recruitment is up there as one of his main jobs. I don't think that that's acceptable. Um, but again, you're right, it's always a manager that loses his job. I mean, historically, that's been the case. I mean, John Gregg lost his job. The greatest ever Rangers player, he lost his job as Rangers manager. Um, Billy McNeil, greatest ever Celtic player, in my estimation, he lost his job. It, that is what happens. But for me, and I, I know Kenny doesn't like facts, but... Well, I love you, facts, you. It's just you, not the only thing. Yeah, well, they are when you get the sack. And Giovanni Van Bronckhurst is getting the sack because his numbers weren't good enough. And that's why the next guy in has to turn around an entire club with the advantage of there being 23 league games left to play. But he has got to show himself to be a more dominant figure, a more imposing figure than Gio Van Bronckhurst was. Thank you, Stephen. And Ren through 01419511025. I don't think we've have we had anyone yet who thinks this is a terrible mistake and Giovanni Van Bronckhurst has been completely hard done by. I'm not sure we have. Maybe there are none of you out there, but if there are, you know, it would be nice to hear the other side of it. Why not pick up the phone? And we're certainly going to need to spend the second part of the show thinking about who might be next. So get your wish lists drawn up and get them into us, please. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. But first, beat the pundit time. Always time for a bit of friendly competition. 01419511025. Get your calls in before seven, and you could be playing against Hugh Evans or Kenny Miller. Tackle the headlines. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans and Kenny Miller are here I can't imagine there's anyone out there Who's just turning on the radio And finding out for the first time That Giovanni Van Bronckhurst is no longer the Rangers manager It's not the way life works in 2022 But if you are And you're just digesting the breaking news That is the reality of it The search begins for Rangers next boss And we are reacting to the news And perhaps about to look forward And suggest some names as to who could take over. So get your calls in 01419511025 and we'll play this first. 
Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. I like your style, Ewan and Danoon, because you're a Celtic fan, so you're just sitting back, letting the Rangers fans have their say on the big story and swooping in for Beat the Pundit, is that right? Aye, that's about right. I like it, I like your thoughts. These two are good though, by the way. You get a bit of a dream team, you two. Be a while since either of you two lost, no? Oh no, I lost in a oh, shootout so you did. Um, on Friday. Nah, I take it back, you're, you're in decent form. Not bad, Gordon, not mm, bad. Okay, don't like to brag it. No, anyway. not at all. Don't uh, like he- Heads, it's Hugh, tails, it will be Kenny. And it is tails, it's Kenny Miller up against Ewan from Dunoon. So what we do is we give Kenny some Clyde 2 nice and loud in his ear. Just so that he doesn't know what's going on in here, Ewan I'll stick 30 seconds on the clock Answer as many as you can You're welcome to pass if you don't know the answer, okay? Yep Right, good man then 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now Who spent longer in charge at Rangers? Van Bronckhorst or Cashinha? Cashinha Name any player currently on loan from Celtic to another Scottish team Michael Johnson Name either team involved in the only draw in the Scottish Championship at the weekend Martin Who scored a hat-trick against Rangers in the League Cup semi-final a year ago today? Pass Who's the only English team Craig Levine has managed? Pass James Madison previously played for which Scottish team? Aberdeen Okay, let's bring back Kenny Miller Can you hear us, Kenny? Yeah Good man, 30 seconds on the clock, you ready? Yep Who spent longer in charge at Rangers, Van Bronckhorst or Cashinha? Van Bronckhorst Name any player currently on loan from Celtic at another Scottish team Montgomery Name either team involved in the only draw in the Championship at the weekend Pass Who scored a hat-trick against Rangers in the League Cup semi-final a year ago today? Martin Boyle Who's the only English team Craig Levine's managed? Leicester James Madison previously played for which Scottish team? Aberdeen Who was the Celtic manager directly before Martin O'Neill? Van Gogh Okay Ewan, what's the verdict? I think he's got me there you, th- you, think he's, you think he's got you Let's find out The 50-50 You went for Van Bronckhurst uh, You went for Cashinha Sorry Ewan It was Van Bronckhurst Kenny's pal Pedro Only lasted 227 days Just over a year for Van Bronckhurst So 1-0 to Kenny Miller uh, You had me worried Ewan Because you said Mikey Johnson With such confidence But he's uh, on yeah, loan in Portugal So it was the choice of Adam Montgomery at St Johnson, Johnny Kenny at Queen's Park and Liam Scales at Aberdeen. So Kenny goes two up. Hugh, can you remember the only draw in the championship at the weekend? Inverness Morton. Inverness Ayr. Ayr. You were close. So 2-0 still to Kenny. Um, a fast year. Martin Boyle. Giovanni Van Bronckhurst in the stands. Not fully taken over yet. It was Martin Boyle who got the hat-trick. 3-0 Kenny. Craig Levine managed Leicester. 4-0 Kenny. I'm worried for you at this point, Ewan. Very worried but you did pull James Madison out the bag Sadly for you So did Kenny And it didn't even matter That he forgot Kenny Dalgleish Before Martin O'Neill Yes We're On an interim basis Yes yeah. There we go So five for Kenny One for Ewan and Danoon Sorry Ewan Not good enough Yeah It's alright But we appreciate you taking part Good man Cheers, Cheers Thank you Ewan and Danoon Look at when and run goes on I'm on fire you, yeah, I didn't want to say it oh, before and just in good. case but yeah, listen fire. that's just a fact <laughs> that's fact I'm going to need to look into the record because it would be pretty good right 01419511025 the beauty of this show you can call in with any take on Giovanni Van Bronckhorst you like you can t- call in with any suggestion 
About who's next all you like From my own personal nosiness I am just a bit curious If there's anyone out there Who thinks it's a mistake Who thinks it's premature Who thinks he's been hard done by I just always like a bit of balance So if there's anyone who thinks that Feel free to get it in And if not Then we've got a whitewash And everyone thinks it was the right call Which is absolutely fine And we really have to turn our attention To what's next Because football doesn't stand still I'm sure you've seen Some names getting banded about You'll have seen Michael Beale You'll have seen Sean Dyche You'll have seen uh, Maybe even Steven Gerrard You'll have seen Maybe more left field shouts From elsewhere Maybe you want to suggest one That no one has mentioned well, whatever it is that's on your mind now would be the time to share it. 0141 We are on Twitter as well, by the way. John Murphy is on. He says, I'm a 40-year listener to Clyde. He says, the sacking, a very public incident stuck in my head for a year. <laughs> he specifically says he'd. Uh, Geo's just in the door, training ground. Roy Mackay shouts at Ryan Kent, you're not a show pony, save your tricks for the circus. I'm convinced that set the tone with the players. Nah, I mean, it's a nice way to hit back But that's not the reason why Rangers were on top of the league When Giovanni Van Bronckhurst came mm. And Celtic won the title That's not the reason why Celtic are nine points clear That's not the reason why Liverpool scored seven at Ibrox You know, the, you can throw it in But it is that, a throwaway mm. line What I would say though, Kenny To take it just a little bit further because here's the bit that from the outside You can only really speculate on And I don't know if any of your old pals Have given you any insights From the outside Let's assume you're still Looking at it from the outside And you don't have that insight Do you think the players were Having Giovanni Van Bronckhurst For want of a better expression? I would say I mean again That expression I'm not really liking it Because it's nah, I'm maybe a wee bit derogatory When I give the answer I don't think he was getting the best At the group that, that's it And I think that's there For all to see uh, The relationship Between him and his players <clears throat> Again We're only speculating For what it looked like And it's not just about him Because he's got a staff there A big old staff That he was able to bring in Part of that staff's job Is to build these relationships With the players For the manager Because the manager Has got so much on his plate And what I would say is It didn't look Particularly in these last Few months That there was A great deal going on Between mm. The bench and the guys that were on that pitch Because the previous so, And we'll maybe get to Michael Beale Everyone sort of You could you could almost see it Couldn't you Stephen Gerrard Well he's Stephen Gerrard And he's got that sort of Presence and whatever And those leadership skills I think everybody knows Michael Beale was the tactician And then Gary McAllister Is that sort of go-between In new Scottish football And, and maybe new the environment I actually even heard To be fair that, that Tom Kilshaw as well Had a really really strong Relationship with a lot of the players you know, yep. someone who was even more behind the scenes, you know. So, that the, the group that's just gone then, did, did it seem, and again, a lot of this is from the outside because we're not at training, we're not in the dugout, did it seem like, or, or should we acknowledge that there's maybe more to it than just Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is a bad manager? Do we need to look sometimes more at the makeup of the coaching team and, and how it all I came th- together? Absolutely, I think you do. Uh, and by the way, I don't think Giovanni is a bad manager. I don't. I don't think, even if you're doing really, really well, I don't think it makes you a good manager. I think sometimes you can get the right set of circumstances. Again, Rangers going to the Europa League. Everything fell into place. Uh, 
that's not a bad group of players that are there now and I don't think Gio is a bad manager there's just been a lot of things that have fed into a really really poor run of results is there a disconnect between the, the players and the and the coaching staff who knows but it definitely looks like there's there's a real lack of energy you know so maybe go a bit deeper maybe forget relationships between players and, and coaches or managers because we don't know but what we do know is there's been a real lack of energy mm -hmm. and urgency and level of performance so that then leads to what's actually going on Monday to Friday uh, let's bring in Scott who's on the line What do you think in terms of who's next, Scott? Um, but can I go back to that just before I make Absolutely. a point? I just, I just wanted to say to Kenny I heard the guy earlier on asking him the honest question about Tavernier and Kenny's sitting offence answer was that Tavernier's not a bad defender um, Kenny, I've respected you all the times you've played for Rangers, supported you uh, but you're wrong in that one because he's not a good defender anyway and whatever manager comes in needs to take the captaincy off him because he's not done his job this season. Anyway, my point that I came on for was I'm really concerned about who we bring in. Um, the Rangers fans, are, they've got what they wanted. Um, I didn't want it. Um, I, I, I stuck by him right up to I heard that he's uh, no longer manager. And it's a worry who they bring in because you're going to bring in a manager we're not going to get buying players because we've got the same board and the board are still going to be there. We're not going to get them out and we'll get the same players. So I don't see how we're going to go forward and you get what you wish for. And what happens if a new manager comes in and the rest of the season, well, 15 points behind Celtic, they're going to want him sacked as well? Well, first of all, I think you're obliged to tell us why you think it's a bad idea that Van Rompers has gone. No, I'm not saying it's a... Sorry, you must have picked me up there. Wrong to you. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm, I'm just really worried about who the new manager is and I'd have stuck by him. Um, I, I, would have, I would have kept the manager we had. I, I really I really would have. But anyway, that's... Why, why, why would you have kept, kept him? Like kept him? Uh, because I think there's more to it than Gio Van Bonkers. There's, there, there's absolutely, and I think that will come out within time. I don't think a new manager is going to change what he done with their players. It's the players and the board. That's That's my opinion. Again Kenny This won't be exclusive to Rangers But That's where we're at Specifically what we're talking about If you are a board Or a director of football Or whoever And you have Appointed Someone that doesn't work And you then need to sack that person You can understand a lack of trust From certain fans That you then get the next one right That's natural isn't it? Of course it is Because ultimately The guys who have put someone in charge That has not worked uh, Or not working uh, is now still going to be in charge for the next decision. And that's ultimately, that, that is football clubs, Gordon. It's, again, like you say, it's not exclusive to Rangers. When, for me, it's a big, actually, thing within football clubs that it's sometimes not the manager, it's the guy that puts the manager in place. However, I'm not saying Giovanni wasn't the right guy. I just think that at this moment, there is, I can understand the concerns. I still think there's a lot of decent options out there that could come in. And this is a really, it's a big job, it's a, for me, it'll still be a really coveted position for a lot of people in the game. And th there could be a real strong shortlist there queuing up to, to take this job. It is Ross Wilson and the board's job to find the right guy, the right fit. No, no, just with the track record. There has to be something that's been thrown out a lot as characters and personality and passion. There needs to be the right fit for this football club. Not just who's going to be the best, mm. who's got the best CV. It's, is it going to be the right fit for this football club? Are there any names, Scott, that are doing it for you? Um, well, I don't know if he's doing it right now, but f uh, some of the names that I've seen bandied about, Derek McInnes, Barry Ferguson, Kevin Thompson, I absolutely don't want any of them at all. They're not experienced enough. Um, they've not done anything in the game. And to bring in a manager 
for what I'm seeing on social media for what fans want. I'm like, I, I just, I'm, I'm a bit kind of taken aback that they really believe they're going to get a better manager. Anyway, ask the question. I would probably say Thomas Tuchel. I, I don't know if that's how you pronounce his surname, but whether he'd come to Rangers for the money that he'd want, but for me, that's probably the, the best guy I would want out there. <laughs> he'd be all right here. <laughs> well, yeah, but he won't come. Uh, you, you have to be realistic that the, the, there's a certain level of manager who's not interested in working in the SPFL. And Thomas Tuchel would come into that category. Uh, so, and also would, would cost money, more money than Scottish football is willing to pay per year for managers. Um, none of the ones that you mentioned earlier on, uh, you know, um, Barry Ferguson wouldn't get the job. Uh, the, uh, the other names mentioned are simply not experienced enough. Uh, Derek McInnes once turned down the Rangers job uh, They don't go back For people who turned them down In my estimation Would, you, would it even get to that? No you know, Derek McInnes Without sounding unfair The stock was probably higher then And yes. it made sense You were, He was managing the third best team in the country And that that would be the sort of next obvious place to look If you were looking domestically I For, wonder if that's yeah. the same anyway anymore I think your, your point is the, the most pertinent one That his stock was high when Rangers asked him to take the job And the timing I think yeah. with What was going on at the club at the time I think there are You know Everyone knows Michael Beale Everyone knows Sean Dyche uh, For me I think It could come down to one of those two men There's nothing wrong with An ambitious wish list Certainly this time of year well, if, getting, if we're going to be that I'll get, go Pochettino and also their, I'm right in there Getting their, their letters written And sticking them up the chimney I think Thomas Tuchel was in £13 million a year at Chelsea Kenny uh, he is a Champions League winning manager He's also still pretty young Yes he's been sacked But everybody's sacked now um, I, I love Scottish football wholeheartedly I always like to talk up our clubs I just wonder if that might be A stretch <laughs> It is a stretch yep. I think the the shortlist that kind of we've, we've seen you know, of Michael Beale Probably right at the top of that shortlist Sean Dyche Whether he again Whether he would take it or not with the, with the job that he had done in England Steven Gerrard again Would they, would that be a, a, a road that would look to go down again Hassan Hootel There's an obvious Southampton connection there With the director of football Ross Wilson uh, I think someone mentioned Tedesco To me this morning A lad that came with Leipzig Who lost his job in the last couple of months Kevin Muscat He's on the similar pathway to Ange coming for Yokohama Manor's just won the league ex-Rangers player I think all these guys uh, will be on the list and I'd be surprised like I say if, if Michael Beale wasn't right at the top of that based on a lot of things yeah. the fact is yeah. the uncertainty about what surrounds Rangers the expectation of the man that's out of the equation with Michael Beale Scott with Michael Beale how would you feel about that? I would probably what I've seen um, and what I've heard yeah, I would take him. I, I wouldn't fancy Sean Dice. For what I remember seeing, plus I've had a few conversations with, with Burnley fans that I, I don't think the football would suit that he'd bring to Ibrox. I think it'd be long balls. I don't want that. I think football should be played to the back, even though sometimes it's a bit scary looking. But he had, to play, he had to play a certain way at Burnley because Burnley, their first priority was to stay in the division. Yeah. Uh, he would obviously understand that things were different at Rangers and there was a, an, an obligation to play in a different kind of way I think you're both, make, both making good points so here I wonder if we can meet in the middle Do, does the next Rangers manager because I'm not saying Sean Dyche can't play that way I've got, I've got no idea if Sean Dyche can play that way mm. but does the next Rangers manager would it be beneficial to have experience of a team that was dominant in possession a team that attacked because there are many good managers who've done very good jobs 
But as Scott sort of alludes to Managing Celtic or Rangers Is an entirely different set of circumstances As we've just spent months discussing Winning isn't even enough You need to be yeah. doing it in a certain way And you can even go back to Sometimes we see players that run into this Kenny You'll remember guys like Joey Barton for instance Who come up here Who were Fine, they were, they were good players But have they ever played in a team That's got the ball all the time And who wants to create things all the time Does the same not apply for a manager? I, I think if you're a, a manager With something about you And that has to be the case With Sean Dyche I think you are presented With a set of circumstances And he knew what those circumstances were At Burnley They were never going to be Challenging for a Champions League place The priority was to remain In the division When you go into another club and you have a different set of circumstances. I think you know he has mm. enough about him as a manager to believe that he can be adaptable. Yeah. But that's what believe you're sort of then hoping, Kenny. Does, do you not need a body of work to, to, to say this is my style? Look, this is what my team will look like. I, I think yeah. I think then, and that's where when you're if you've got a succession plan, which I would like to hope there is, I think there would be a, a list of managers on. A similar playing style Or a, a playing style That Rangers would like to see So that's Ross Wilson uh, he's, he's, He'll have devised a way He wants to see the team play And that'll be with, from the board Down to the manager And they will appoint a manager Who fits That's it So it has to fit Again I already said it It's not solely about that At this club for me I think it has to be about So much more mm -hmm. Because Giovanni fit In that respect For long times That's why he was given the job When you Everybody talked about What he had done at Feyenoord And the way he played And the system that he played And the style that he showed But then there was Things that got thrown out Out with that Passion on the sidelines People questioning his character And his personality I do think Gio was right Who he is is who he is But I also think For the optics here It would have been nice To see a little bit more Passion A little bit more energy To then give to the team That are on the field And I think that'll be A, a prerequisite as well For whoever else Is coming in Scott Doesn't want Sean Dyche He, he could come round to, Or he's, he's okay With the suggestion Of Michael Beale Now It's fairly obvious Where that link is He's had A time at Rangers They won a league title They progressed They did well in, in Europe in terms of you know step by step he was he is acknowledged as being the tactical mastermind behind Steven Gerrard he's now a manager in his own right and he's very early on in that managerial career so how would you how'd you balance those two things up Kenny right well for me he's 21 games I think and he's QPR reign mm -hmm. that's 21 more games than what Steven Gerrard was when he came Yes Steven Gerrard Steven Gerrard But still You're managing a big club uh, Michael's had the, the thing about Michael Coming back to Rangers If that was the case I, like I said earlier I just think that The uncertainty Or the surprise factory Maybe how big the club is I you hear a lot of, I mean I think Michael And Stephen and his staff Actually talked about that When they came up They maybe never realised How big it was uh, And how, how much Weight is put on these players And the managers to succeed mm -hmm. That's not going to be there Michael's been there For three yeah. and a half years more importantly for me is Going back to what a lot of the callers have been talking about Is the players Getting more out of this group of players Because until January there's nothing And who, who even knows what kind of funds will be available To then go and strengthen in January if there's any So it's up to whoever comes in To get the best out of the group Well Michael's done that with, with a lot of these players They've responded to his work They've responded to him as a person I'd, I think at this moment When Giovanni mm. got the job he was the best fit It sounded like he was the best fit I think at the moment 
until I see someone else that comes out, I think Michael's a really good fit. Yeah, I mean, Hugh, that it's interesting because I get Kenny's point. Stephen Gerrard was completely untested as a manager uh-huh. and had never managed a single game, but at the same time, he was Stephen Gerrard. So yep. he knew that the sort of aura, the leadership was there, and he brought Michael Beale with him, so the tactical side was taken care of. If it's to be Michael Beale, there's clearly a lot of weight being provided by the existing relationship with the football club because uh-huh. on. In any other circumstance I'm not sure we'd, we'd get calls to say Oh do you know who I want? The guy that's 7th in the championship That's only ever managed 25 games And hasn't won any of his last 5 yeah. you, know, you, you wouldn't do that But there's obviously that feeling Of what he had done previously at the club Yeah but you have to balance that against uh, The fact that in the time he was with Stephen Gerrard They won what was the most important title for the Rangers fans The one that uh, stopped Celtic getting 10 in a row uh, they also went out of cups to St Mirren, to St Johnston. The first two seasons won nothing at all. Uh, so, yes, he was involved in a very, very important moment in Rangers history. Does that overshadow everything else at the same time? Do you believe that this man, 25 games into his managerial position, his first managerial position, do you believe that the timing is right for him to take Rangers Thank you Scott Graham and Bells Hills Got some good names for us We'll hear them next Cash for Kids Mission Christmas Help us make sure every child Wakes up to a present this Christmas But before we do that Let me remind you That it is that time of the year Cash for Kids Mission Christmas Is well underway again For another year And unfortunately I think it's going to be A pretty tough year For lots of local families Because that's the case Every year And I think everyone knows the cost of living crisis is making things even tougher for everyone, never mind those families who are already struggling. So we're really asking you to please do whatever you can, big or small, to try and make a difference this year by supporting Cash for Kids Mission Christmas. And to hear exactly what difference your money makes, let's hear a bit from Emma Granger from the Pavilion. Now, they're an after-school service based in Easter House. They provide somewhere for kids to go and have something to eat and drink. And Emma tells us about some of the kids that she works with. A lot of our young people have additional support needs such as autism and things like that. Parents are actually explaining to us that due to like issues with textures or a very limited um, diet of safe foods for the young person, they actually can't make changes um, to cut costs on food. And so parents are actually going without so that their children can eat. Doesn't bear thinking about for many of us and so many people like Emma and her colleagues and loads of other people out there working constantly to try and make a bit of a difference. So we're just trying to make it a little bit of a different day. December 25th is fast approaching and we guarantee every penny raised goes straight back to support those families who need it the most. It will make such a difference to them. So if you can help, go to Clyde1.com forward slash mission and that's Cash for Kids Mission Christmas with Jane D. Pierce. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Graham is on the line. He's about to join Hugh Evans and Kenny Miller. Give us some names, Graham. Who should be the next Rangers manager? Good evening, gentlemen. Nice to speak to you all. Uh, yeah, I've got a couple of different names um, that's been banded about. I think I've actually found the perfect candidate, if I'm honest. Oh, wow. Um, I hope Ross I Wilson's listening. I hope, well, I hope that <laughs> depends if he's still in the job for doing that or not. But certainly, um, yeah, I, I'm looking at Kaito Knutson, who's the Bodo Glimt manager. Um, I've saw some some stuff on social media about him, and I've been researching it today, having a look since the news broke. Um, yeah, so he he basically led Bodo Glimt to the first title in, in 2020. He only lost one game, and then he won the second year as well, uh, following that. 
Um, he's been coach of the year in, in, in Norway for the last three years as well. Um, I just think in terms of comparatively looking at the size of the league, instead of plucking somebody that's you know sixth or seventh in a bigger league, he's a born winner for the look, by the looks of it. Um, you know, if, I'm sure there's not many Bodo Glint players that we could name right now. Um, that for me is a sign of a man who can spot a player and, co- and coach them well. Doesn't rely on bringing in big named players. Obviously, the success he's had in Europe for the first time. Uh, getting into to Europe, you know, beating Jose Mourinho's Roma team at six one, and you know, obviously as well, we, we've seen them play play Celtic as well. So we've we've got a wee bit of of you know, visibility of their attack and style when we watch them. Um, I think he's he's played over two hundred games for for Bo- managed over two hundred games for for Bodo Glimt and he's lost forty games. So I think uh, in comparison, if you think of the Norwegian league with the the teams in that league, and thinking Molde, Rosenborg, Lielstorm. I mean, he's he's not playing against small teams every week. You know, as a competitive league um, that he's playing in, and he's I think his win record and his coaching record speaks for itself. For me, he's absolutely perfect. I hope. See if he's not got an agent, Graham. I should give you a call because you've done a you've you've done a very good job. Um, and I like uh, whether it's the right man or not, Kenny. He's certainly justified that that shout. What did you make of some of Graham's reasoning? It's a great suggestion, and it's one that I think I would be very surprised if he's not on the radar. You know these like football clubs now know every player, every young player coming through. Uh, any young manager who plays a certain way, who gets a bit of success, uh, and everything that Graham said there about getting the best out of a group of players, he clearly does that. Because right now I couldn't actually name one Bodo Glimp player, uh, but he's clearly getting the best mm. of him in a league that is a smaller league like ours, but probably more competitive. Yeah. I would say to win. So there's a lot of really good points And I would be surprised if he wasn't if uh, on the list Think back to the Celtic games as Graham says like, like, I know the way the rivalry works here right So it becomes a great source of fun for everyone else To see yeah, Celtic get knocked out of Bodo Glint I think if we're all honest though When we watched those games They were decent They were, they, 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 they were very good um, And as Graham says If that's what you're doing with a, a so-called smaller team I actually had a tweet from RW With the same name He says actually He's put a, a small wager on it Has RW Please gamble responsibly He says 4-3-3 Strong attacking team Won trophies Small budget Competed in Europe It fits You know that's another one that fits It's one that's I wouldn't say completely left field Because For all the all the success that he's had And everything that Graham just reeled off there uh, I'm sure mm. he'll be on the list I'm sure it's a job that he would probably love He'll look at that as a, a progression in his coaching career It's thinking outside the box And uh, you know it's going from the Arctic Circle to the Inner Circle in Glasgow Subway Line. <laughs> uh, but it's not a daft idea. Nothing like it. When Graham Potter was in Sweden with a, a fairly ordinary club in fairly reduced circumstances, he and Billy Reid uh, you know, took them to, to Arsenal in European competition and then the, the two of them eventually ended up Brighton, Brighton to Chelsea... So it can be done It's not a, It's not a, An unfeasible situation There's going to be examples that will back this up And loads of examples that will go against it I get that But what do you make of Graham's thinking along the lines of Look this guy has won things So I would rather have someone that's been winning things At a so-called lesser level yep. Than someone who's just Been treading water at a high level Or someone who's You know Always just had to settle for mediocrity Do you see the 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 thinking there Yeah yeah Absolutely Now we get to the leap of faith Will anyone inside Ibrox Take the leap of faith And go for this man Will the supporters Take the leap of faith When you've got someone on earlier Talking about Thomas Tuchel And 
uh, names of that nature. This would involve a leap of faith on the part of those who run Rangers. Um, Graham, anything else out there? You know, usually there's a a domestic list, you know, that would get drawn up as well. Are there any realistic options here, or are they all from further afield? Um, the, the only other name that I've had a look at today, uh, because I'd, I'd read that he'd, he'd recently left, was the uh, former Leon manager Peter Bosch, who's just left. Um, he didn't actually have a great time at Leon, but he, he did really well in Germany with with uh, Bayer Leverkusen as well. So I know that he's available, and um, you know maybe may something. But I think Wolves are thinking about him as well just now. I've, I've saw him linked possibly with a move to Wolves, but um, you know he's got he's got lots of experience. Um, but I just. You know, it, it was it was Keitel that that kind of stood out to me because of all, everything that I said, and and furthermore, that just to, to add to the Geo debate, Kenny kind of stole my thunder for me. I, I love Geo, um, you know, he's 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 got a great history with the club. I just think he was too nice, and I think we need somebody that's going to come in with a bit of grit uh, and determination. I think he was just, you know, he was always saying he was just disappointed and disappointed, and there's nobody fighting back. You don't see him. You know, tearing strips off people at, at, at half time to make a change, um, and I think that's what we need. Somebody with a bit of kind of fire in their belly. Um, for for all, he was a hero, you know, and a great player for us. Um, I think it was unfortunately the, the right time to try and make that change. But yeah, Peter Bosch was the other name I was thinking of. Why, why not go for Peter Bosch, Kenny? I mean. Former Leon managers have got a good history coming to Rangers anyway, did well, they not? Well, there's previous there, that's for sure. I'm being very unfair on Peter Boss. It's a tongue-in-cheek cue. Well, you know, if he has a choice between the English Premier League and a, in this country, he'll take the English Premier League. Well, he's not getting a Wolves job because that Wolves job's gone. But... So... Um, I think they're already, they're already moaning about him. That can't read something about that. There's no other game. You know yeah, they I are, was thinking that why, why, I must be getting mixed up With something that I read Anyway The other thing about The Rangers in the Champions League You know That goes Worldwide Everyone can see How far you have to Improve uh, and Or that, If you're one of those Glass half full optimists You think yeah. hmm, Like a bit of that What's that I can maybe even finish second And get into the Champions League I've got one team to claw back If I want to win the league I think Rangers thinking And I'm guessing As I say Because they don't communicate Rangers thinking will be along more predictable lines than that. Mm, okay, listen, tell you what, Graham, it's a very good case you put forward. There's been a goal in the World Cup scored by a player that used to play in Scotland. See, we can link yeah. it all. Timothy Weir has put. I think he's offside. Oh, oh, offside great. Me. Well, anyway, <laughs> as it stands, until we see VAR, it's USA one Wales nil. And look, oh, I'm glad we've got something else to distract us Because this is the one that got away, obviously Ukraine beat us, Wales beat them This would be us, so to speak Anyway, USA have absolutely battered them so far And it's, uh, it is one nil unless that offside flag does go up Oh, oh he's well inside oh, well, well There we go So Timothy Weir, Celtic finish, fans, you'll remember him uh, his dad wasn't a bad player either You see that's why former players shouldn't be referees Ah exactly get him in the, out the VL Kenny room. Miller right away he's offside And no he wasn't By the way he should have been offside Because he should have stepped up and played him offside <laughs> uh, Should have would have could have Wheels look like they're struggling to be fair Aye. It's been an absolute doing so far for 35 minutes um, Right let's go Alan In East Bride. I know you've got a kind of more general point as well Alan If you don't mind can I put you on the spot for a name That would do it for you Or maybe ones that y- you want to avoid I go for it what were you thinking uh, then? Replacement wise, I would I would only one out of the hat, and it's Steven Gerrard. Right uh, now, I'm interested in that. Okay, tell me why. It's for one reason, um, really. I think that 
to kind of elaborate, I think the continuity between Van Bronckhorst and the director of football, I think that had a lot to play with the stability of how Rangers were. And I think it's a bit unfortunate in the sense that you've got a guy that turned Calvin Bassey into such a good player, sold him to Ajax, made it a fortune on the way through Europe, won as a Scottish Cup, but the unfortunate role of results has played out that, you know, he's, it's a tough one because, you know, he has to carry the flag for it. But I'm not necessarily sure he takes all the blame for this. I think that there's other people that have to be held accountable as well for the, for the way they're There are several factors here. First of all, he left Rangers and his return would not sit well mm. with every Rangers fan. It might sit well with Alan, but it wouldn't sit well with all of them. Then there will be the suggestion that Michael Beale was the brains behind the operation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there will be point number three. Um, Stephen Gerrard always seemed to have a complaint about the extent to which he was backed by the board. And the complaint from the Rangers supporters right now is that the board are not backing whoever's in charge. So for those three reasons, I don't think it's a goer. Alan, why does the fact that he left, jumped ship, or whatever you want to call it, why does that not annoy you the way it might annoy some? Because he knows the model of a director of a football club and we are not going to move away from that anytime soon. So we've got two options here. We either rip up that model and go for a manager that is going to attack things in a completely different way or we bring somebody in that you know, knows the system and as much as maybe there was those issues with Steven Gerrard, at least he knows what's going on behind the scenes and can maybe steady the ship quicker than anybody else. Because no matter what you do, Gordon, you can't just wave a magic wand And a new manager's going to fix this tomorrow Well that's so, fair I think that's fair Kenny Stephen Gerrard What do you think? He's on the list That's for sure I've got him on my list as well But I, I, do, I don't think it'll happen uh, Would you want it to happen? Uh, I don't know I think uh, they were definitely making progress Hughes already says There was no trophies in Out of six in his first two years One in his next one So effectively one A big one albeit Out of nine uh, probably not enough to be honest mm-hmm. with you considering the teams that they lost to and uh, I mean even even the season that, that 55 was gained St Johnston and St Mirren you know a domestic season league season unbeaten but the games you lost in the cup competitions St Johnston and St Mirren with the greatest respect is something that's unacceptable and I know that as a weak and a bugbear of, of the staff that were there at that time over that season despite winning the league but I don't think it'll happen I just don't I think there'll be another list I think all the factors that Hugh threw in uh, would be um, by the way finances might even come mm. into it as well yeah he was well looked after I'm sure Alan's fine with it though. He, he wouldn't have any problem with him coming back where do you stand on the notion that Stephen Gerrard without Michael Beale is, is nowhere near as attractive proposition you know I think initially that wouldn't have been any part of a, a decision to appoint Stephen Gerrard because you're appointing like we've said it's, it's Stephen Gerrard mm-hmm. you know he's coming in he's bringing a massive reputation world class footballer you're thinking all the contacts and things that he'll have and the abilities he'll have matching with what Rangers want to be brings Michael Beale in and I think everybody knows the extent of his involvement and even again Aston Villa he looks to bring someone else in like of a similar look to Michael Beale doesn't quite work but again he's not, Critchley, all, wasn't yeah, he's not got all the same kind of Resources and again a bigger budget, better players than what he had at Rangers to go and succeed. Uh, 
Stephen's now been a manager for what? This will be what five seasons almost, uh, or left his role fight in, in his fifth season. He's now experienced a lot as a manager. Uh, I'm sure he's developed as a coach as well over that time. So maybe he doesn't exactly need someone to do that as much as what they did before. Because mm. I know when I first was looking and going to coaching, I probably needed someone to translate my ideas onto the training field as well. You know, but you learn, you, you develop, and maybe he didn't need someone as much as maybe what he okay. needed Michael initially. Alan, it's a great point because I imagine there's a, there'll be a massive split there amongst Rangers fans. There will be loads who think, well, I like the job Stephen Gerrard done and I would take him back. And then others who will say, not a chance. He walked out on us before. He's not got Michael Beale this time. He was maybe not... He didn't finish strongly And it looked like things were starting to stagnate Anyway, I don't know You you tell us 01419511025 And we will take more calls next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Kenny Miller are here It's 01419511025 It's Twitter at Clyde SSB The, I was going to say eagle-eyed What's the... What's the audio version of that phrase, Hugh Keevens? Come oh, on, you're the wordsmith. No, the the eager eared, the eagle eared, the eagles eager, have good eager, hearing. Eager, eager, eared. I don't know. Anyway, those of you who pay attention will notice that we haven't read out a teaser, and that's my fault because it's been a bit busy. Right. <laughs> that a good excuse? No. Yeah, the, oh, these look. are exceptional circumstances. It'll need to do. We haven't ditched the teaser completely, so full time at Clyde1.com if you want to get your questions in, please. Uh, loads of names still coming in. Blue through and through No guess he's there <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Has gone for Gerardo Seoane Who is a Swiss manager You will know him probably having managed Bayer Leverkusen last Young boys before that Bayer Leverkusen uh, So not a Not managed too many clubs I think Luzerne and Young boys in Switzerland And then on to Bayer Leverkusen uh, Played for a few Swiss teams Played for yeah, mostly Swiss teams actually, a bit, a bit in Spain, but I don't think at a top level. Is it t- is it okay to hold your hands up and admit that that's maybe not one you had studied, Kenny? One that you've got a great deal of um, knowledge on. Granted, I think most people will remember that he, he took Bayer Leverkusen to third, um, which was their best finish in, in quite a few seasons. Yep, you're absolutely correct. I've uh, not done too much research on him or have any kind of information on what he is. How he manages Or what kind of styles Or formation he plays But I will definitely Look into it I mean just sacked though October it was, I think it was last month He was sacked You're back into Leap of faith country You're, you're mm. asking supporters I mean We've had to look him up No so. but that that's different though, Because loads of fans Won't They're students of the game We're not talking you know, We're talking Third in the Bundesliga You know that that's a level That's yep. what's uh, Leap of without, faith about that Without doubt Well because you're You're Leaping into Wacky Glasgow and uh, although you're nine points behind mm-hmm. Celtic, you are going to be employed under instruction to overcome a nine point deficit and win the league. And if you lose to Celtic in January the second, you're back under pressure. Ah, but have we not learned our lesson? No. Ange who? Remember? I'll say that back to you. I'll, I'll see your Ange and I'll raise you a Pedro Cachinho. Ah, but maybe the most. You're only as good as your last example. Come on, surely. If people were. We must now in 2022 Acknowledge that it's a big wide footballing world out there And It doesn't need to be Names that people are familiar with Somebody, the right man somebody, for the job. somebody inside Ibrook said Do you know what 
Pedro Cuccini is the man for us Kenny told me secretly That actually Pedro was brilliant And he was just misunderstood Is that right? <laughs> no? Uh, yeah. Not quite Anyway yeah. let's bring in James We'll save Kenny's awkwardness uh, James How do you look back on it? You'll probably be the last call of the night Sum it all up then as a Rangers fan What what kind of day has it been? Um, bittersweet It's obviously no nice to obviously see Gio go As a player he was obviously For me probably one of the best midfielders we've had Um Obviously, whatever the style of play that he had, but as a manager, I just don't think it worked out for him. Um, for me, there's about other two guys losing a job tonight, and that is Ross Wilson and Stuart Robertson. Stuart Robertson appointed, to me, is probably the worst manager I think it's ever been made, and it's Kenny's pal Kashina. The guy was an absolute disaster. He's also officiated over the club. I think he also broke Warburton um, at the club and all. I just think that. That guy's time's up And he should have been Looking for another job The night after Kishina But they too Should put a job The night Because I think Wilson's Dealings in the Transfer market Have been nothing But appalling The signings that have Come in are just They're not cutting The mustard For me uh, It's a difficult one Hugh I always think yeah. That we are Because we Let's be honest We're still a bit Behind when we talk about this director of football model, and we're just very sceptical of it. Whereas in the continent, it's just a done thing. It's just just completely commonplace. Yeah, we're a little bit slow in the uptake. It's not to say I'm not saying Ross Wilson's done a, a fantastic job, but the idea is meant to be that those guys kind of stay in place, and that gives you your continuity, so that you're not ripping everything up every time. But then you would respect James Wright as a Rangers fan to, to look at elements of, of his role that he thinks could have been fulfilled better. Neither man will go, neither Stuart Robertson nor Ross Wilson, but both are now walking a tightrope because uh, when the new manager comes in, whoever he may be, uh, if this were to go from bad to worse, there's no hiding place for anyone. If the impression is given that Celtic are going to continue to dominate, then Rangers are really up against it because Ross Wilson then will be he's been called seriously into question now but if it if it gets worse after the World Cup break and 9 becomes 12 or 15 uh, mm. there, there is no place to hide anymore How does it work then James if you clear out Stuart Robertson and Ross Wilson tonight who picks the next manager? Well for me there's only one guy that I want back at the club now and that's Dave King I think since the man's left, you can see. I don't know that the it's just the silence that is now coming for this board. We as fans who have piled money in, we have been there, we've followed them near and far, all over the place, and that board have now chose to treat the range of support as if they're just bits of dirt on the bottom of their shoe. They don't tell us anything that's going on, and I just think it's an absolute disgrace that this board have been allowed to do whatever they've wanted. Tell us what's happening. We're adults We will we'll learn to deal with stuff They have no option but James mm. to tell you where they're going Because there's a board There's an AGM on the 6th of December Will the crystal ball time Your your crystal ball's cloudy right Let's, let's yeah, be yeah, honest yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but always in use <laughs> Is there an opportunity here to have a manager in place before that Just before that Announced on the morning of For instance Does, I, I does think that become a, a PR strategy? I think if Rangers do not have a manager in place On December 6th Bearing in mind that they play Hibs at Ibrox Nine days later 
there will be panic uh, because the supporters will say, what kind of way is this to run a football club? What succession strategy did you have in place? Uh, so I think they have to have a man in place by the 6th of December. It has to be a man that James and the other Rangers supporters can look at and say, yes, I can believe in him. Bearing in mind that you always believe in them on day one, it's what happens thereafter that becomes the problem. But I think they really must have a manager by the AGM. I think they'll have to have a manager by Sunday, the 27th of November, to take training on Monday morning. Yeah. That's when you've got a week now. You've had two weeks since the St. Mirren game to get this team ready for that game. The longer this new manager's cut on the training field with this group of players, the better chance you're going to see improvement. Go on then, Hugh, sum it all up for us. Well, he came with a great reputation, but he goes with that reputation tarnished because in a year, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst could only win one Scottish Cup. It wasn't enough to save him. Nice guys don't win. The next guy who has to come in must be ruthless and he must improve those who are there at present. Two nice guys. Thank you for joining me, Hugh Evans and Kenny Miller. Hopefully we'll speak to you both soon. Thank you for all your calls, your tweets, all your thoughts. What a busy show. It has been and we'll be back tomorrow with very other, uh, with very little other Scottish football to get in the way of the search on here for the next manager. Of course, we'll keep an eye on what's happening in the World Cup, but the search officially begins today, Rangers fans. So make sure you join us tomorrow with Mark Wilson and Gordon DL and Callum Gallagher is up next.